Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. This sentence is important. The lens is an avascular tissue. It relies on nutrient absorption indirectly. So therefore, we have to make sure that we are getting enough of the proper nutrients and making sure we're targeting it to the lens of the eye. So when light enters the eye, now this is somebody we're doing color therapy here. Again, here's the clear lens right here. This is where the floaters are. This is the vitreous gel. This is the optic nerve. If we can get more nutrients into the lens, it's gonna stay clear like it is here. Again, another picture of the lens. This is a clear lens. So by doing the protocols that I've laid out, you can start to discharge, to release, to get rid of the oxidative stress that has created the cataract in the first place. And we've talked about the cataract as an opacity. And this opacity is going to grow into something that creates a hazy, cloudy, experience based on the location of the lens, where the cataract is, the density, the size. And again, for many of you, you went to a doctor and they diagnosed it. But for some of you, sometimes it's harder to read. Sometimes there's glare or reduced depth perception. But I want you to know that a cataract is less defined by age and more defined by its size and location as it's related to uh, poor oxygenation and hydration in the lens itself. Because the, the better the mitochondria are working in the lens, those are the energy producers, they produce the ATP, you have a better chance of getting rid of the oxidative stress that has accumulated. Now, we have talked about that surgery is an option, but you need to be careful. You need to ask the doctor, okay, in your procedure, am I going to get dry eyes? Is this going to affect my macula? Give me macular degeneration. How is my retina going to handle this? Will I get floaters? These are all things that, you know, in a small percentage of cases, people have this situation. Sometimes there's blurred vision, difficulty reading, especially if you're doing like multifocal lenses or, or monovision. Uh, another thing to consider 
is blue light exposure. I'm gonna talk a little more about that in a minute. And what I'm saying is if you're farsighted before the surgery, you want to be farsighted after the surgery. If you're nearsighted before the surgery, stay nearsighted after the surgery. That's where the brain confusion comes in. Now, let's say you do my protocols and things keep getting worse and worse, and they start interfering with your daily activities, then it's time to consider surgery. So my challenge to you is to do these protocols for three months. And then if you're not getting improvement, you can start to think about the surgery. Be aware of things like smoking, obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, blood sugar imbalances, steroid drug use, we talked about that, physical trauma, exposure to chemicals. These all play a role and what you eat has an effect on the lens health. Now I'm gonna share something else about the EMF and this is controversial that if you wear a metal frame for glasses, that's gonna conduct the EMF much more than if you wear a plastic frame. So if you wear a metal frame, consider getting a plastic frame so that you're not conducting the EMFs into your eyes. Again, we've talked about the causes of cataracts. Steroids are a big cause. Not only do steroids cause cataracts, they also can cause glaucoma. It increases your um, eye pressure. Here are some other uh, drugs, and, and I think you have this handout. Even things like a lot of ibuprofen. If you're in a, a situation with inflammation and pain, uh, consider other things that you can, you can do to, um, you know, to make this happen. So somebody is asking, do you have an article on the emotional part of seeing? So my suggestion would be to get my book, Creating Your Personal Vision. I talk a lot about in that book, the psycho-emotional aspects of vision. All right, now the mechanism of the lens, as I said, it's transparent and it's a high water content. It's mixed of proteins. And when cataracts start to form, there's a consolidation of the proteins that uh, eventually create this opacity that's going to give you um, the cataract situation. And all it is, is oxidative stress that is creating this yellow or brown color in the lens itself. Okay, we've talked about glycation, sugar and cataracts. So if you're having a struggle with blood sugar levels, again, you're more susceptible to getting cataracts. So you need to be very careful about how the sugar molecule bonds with the protein molecule. And this leads to what we call a glycation process and creates kind of a cataract that is more in the cortical cataract family. I'm gonna show you the pictures again. So the nuclear cataract, again, that's the, the center part, okay, right here. So you can see it, that's, a, that's more in the front. The second is the cortical cat cataract and that's around the edges. 
And that's what a, a cortical cataract looks like. And then the subcapsulary one is in the back of the eye. It's usually a little smaller. And by the way, Mark, thanks for the uh, information on the intraocular lens and blue blocker, because you can get a blue blocker in an intraocular lens and you can ask your doctor for that if you need to. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the Eye Clarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.